Thank you for tuning in to episode 77 from the RBFTT podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. During this episode, I will be discussing how the CDC spread false information about the vaccine safety, the FDA finding a rare neurological disorder with the Pfizer vaccine. U.S. now says that COVID-19 originated from the Wuhan lab and not from bats. And a new study showing COVID-19 vaccine mandates in U.S. cities did not reduce the viral spread and or deaths from the COVID virus. I named the title of this episode War's Peace, Freedom is Slavery, Ignorance is Strength because of a, of a couple of reasons. One is that I recently watched the movie 1984 that was obviously based off the book 1984. This movie is available on YouTube and it's free with ads. But that's the motto in the movie that Big Brother pushes. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. War is peace. What is that today? You can use the Ukraine war, for example. War is peace. You have to have war in order to have peace. I mean... What are we doing now? Russia's tried to, in the past, last year, to have negotiations negotiations with Ukraine to stop the war. America came in and said, no, don't do that, Ukraine. Don't do that, Zelensky. We're pushing forward. We're going to continue to send you more weapons. China came in, tried the same thing, tried to have negotiations. United States said, nope, not happening. We're continuing the war. Freedom is slavery. What's that today? Hate speech, pronouns, talk of more than two genders. Right? Because what's hate speech, pronouns? Let's talk about more than two genders. That, that, that all deals with freedom of speech and really the, the, the freedom of, uh, of humanity. Because as I've talked about in many uh, episodes ago, the whole pronoun situation, the whole multiple genders, you know, he, him, they, whatever the fuck it is, you know, you're giving up your, your humanity by giving up what gender you are, by saying, I'm everything or anything, whatever the fuck it is, you know, you're, you're no longer human because you're, you're saying to yourself, you know what? I want people to call me by, instead of by my name, I want people to call me by he or him. Ignorance is strength. What is that today? Mainstream media and the government propaganda. I've said it many times. If you cannot understand how the COVID pandemic in 2020 was planned and used to force medical tyranny onto the American people, then you will never understand that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization that was 
used to control the black community. So it would vote for Joe Biden instead of Donald Trump during the 2020 election. Or that the southern border illegal immigration crisis is being used by Democrats to push their illegal votes. The race war between blacks and whites that the mainstream media is pushing 24-7. Eliminating the nuclear family. the father That's what the nuclear family is, father and mother. Eliminating that by pushing transgenderism and unlimited abortions. Telling you that climate change is your fault because you use too much resources. At, and at the same time, they create the worst environmental disaster in American history over in East Palestine, Ohio. And, you know, let's not forget the Ukraine war that the U.S. is using for uh, money laundering. Why do I keep sounding like a broken record when it comes to COVID and the so-called vaccines? Why do I keep tying it to these other world events? Because of what I'm seeing and hearing every week. Social media posts being, you know, being shared on people's stories. This is from people that I know. A friend's girlfriend who posted this on her social media account that I happen to see. Talking about how there's a war on women because South Carolina bans abortions. A war on women because a state decides to ban abortions. I don't agree with the abortion ban, but honestly, if I had a choice, I would rather have a ban on abortion than to have a state such as California where you can have unlimited amounts of abortions and abort your baby even after birth. But see, you have to ask yourself, when you're listening to these people spew shit from their mouth, you have to combat these people. You have to come out, I wouldn't even say come out of your shell. You have Because sometimes it's really about comfortability. It's, Learning how to have uncomfortable conversations. Learning how to trigger people in a peaceful manner. Right? Like when I wear my COVID-19 shirts, obey, submit, you know, COVID-1984, you know, shirts at work. Or Infowars shirts at work. Or I wear a Russian shirt uh, that has a, 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 a shirt that has a Russian flag on it. You know, and now I have a little Russian flag on my car, a magnet on my fridge. So if people come in to my apartment, they see that. Does that mean that I love Putin? Does that mean that I want to go live in Russia? No. But that purely means that, hey, I'm letting you know that I think you're a fucking idiot for supporting the Ukraine war. So go fuck yourself and go Russia. Because triggering people like that is really the first step to possibly getting them to open up their mind, possibly getting them to have that conversation with you. 
I mean, they may just tell you to go fuck off and leave. That uh, That's always a possibility too. But I've had it on occasion to where people have asked me, what, what is that? Or why do you have a Russian thing on your, on your shirt? Or, or what's in for wars? Or what saved the frogs? Or COVID-1984. COVID wasn't in 1984. It was in 2020. And then I had to explain to them. about. I mean, it, it's a conversation starter. And that's where it starts. So you have to have these uncomfortable conversations with these people. You have to, even if it's your friends and family, comment on it. Comment on the post. Hope they fucking see it. Hope that it gains traction. Because banning abortion is a war on women, right? But is it a war on women to not allow you to abort your baby that 99% of the time you made the decision to have, you know, with this one, less than 1% of the time, it wasn't due to rape. Is it a, is it a war on women when pedophiles want to dress up as a woman and read to your children? Is it a war on women when a man identifies as a woman joins women's sports and then proceeds to dominate in that sport? Is it a is it a war on women when a man identifies as a woman goes into the uh, the UFC and fights in the in the in, in the in the, um, the women's cage and then beats the shit out of a woman? Would that qualify as a war on women? Or is it just fucking abortion? See, it, it isn't a war on, uh, on women, or I guess in man, uh, on men as well in, in this case. It, it isn't a war on women when uh, the far left wants to push pronouns such as he, him, she, her, and they, and them, right? It's not a war then. Or it's not a war when uh, the far left pushes birthing person instead of saying mother. That's not a war on mothers. That's just being liberal. That's just being woke. That that's being uh, social. That that's just social justice, I guess. Hmm. But murdering a baby that you decided to fucking have. And again, I don't agree with banning abortion because of that less than 1% that, you know, if a woman's raped. But still, and honestly, the majority of women who are raped, according to statistics, they end up having that baby anyway. But still, I mean, I would definitely limit the amount of abortions. But then even then, limiting the amount of abortions, they freak the fuck out. They say, no, 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 that's... This should be our right to do with our body and what we want, really. But you can mandate a vaccine onto me. You can fire me from my fucking job because I didn't take a vaccine that is proven that doesn't work. That's proven that Pfizer knew even before the vaccine pushed, uh, even before they pushed the vaccine, 
that they knew it wouldn't stop transmission. See, when it's your agenda, it's okay. When you're pushing something, it's okay. But whenever you go against whatever the fuck they want, oh shit, it's a war on women. It's a war on Asians. It's a war on black people. It's a war on the minorities. It's so it's a war on fill in the blank. Another statement I heard during a conversation, one that I had with my nurse friend, was that COVID is over and that no one is asking for vaccination status anymore. For a nurse to say that COVID is over is just plain ignorant. COVID may be over in the sense of no more lockdowns, mass mandates or vaccine mandates, but it still remains li- sorry, lingering around us. A couple of examples. One, the vaccine requirement is still is still out there in many states. In fact, in the United States, uh, you still have to have a negative uh, COVID test into the country. Well, I mean, as long as you're, if you're an illegal immigrant, you can come in for free. That doesn't matter. As long as you come in and you vote Democrat, you're fine. But if you're a law-abiding citizen who pays taxes, you have to have a negative COVID test to enter the, re-enter the country. I mean, just something as simple as when I was looking for a second job, I was looking at uh, some unarmed security that I could do on the weekends or something, and I couldn't find anything because, I mean, it was either either one, a couple of things, it was just too low paying, or it was they wanted me to shave off my my entire beard and go full baby face, which will never happen, or... A lot of the times, um, what I was hearing was that I needed to be vaccinated for a lot of the sites that they wanted me to go to. So if COVID was over, then why, if if COVID's over, then why are there still requirements? Why are people still masking indoors? I mean, why, despite all the evidence that has come out proving the vaccines are poisonous, it's still like it's it's still a conspiracy to millions of vaccinated that the vaccine that they took was poison, a ticking time bomb for their body. I mean, speaking of conspiracy theories, how many of the conspiracy theories have, have been proven true? National Security Advisor claims lab escape or origin of COVID-19 lacks definitive answer. On February 26th, the White House National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, said there's no definitive answer to whether the origin of COVID-19 pandemic can be traced to a lab leak in China. During an interview on the CNN Sunday talk show, State of the Union, Sullivan addressed a Wall Street Journal report stating that the Energy Department had joined the Federal Bureau of Investigation 
in its assessment that the uh, COVID-19 likely escaped a Wuhan lab in 2019 due to a research accident. He said, quote, here's what I can tell you. President Biden has directed repeatedly every element of our intelligence community to put effort and resources behind getting to the bottom of this question, Sullivan said. The security advisor added that he would share any further information with Congress and the American people. Though for the moment, he noted, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question. So another conspiracy proven correct. So first it was absolutely, it came from bats that were 300 miles away from Wuhan. And, you know, a bat ate, ate a fucking piece of food that a, a chicken fucking spit up. And then uh, it, it bit a human and then that human got COVID. Now has transformed, and, and then if you know you're you're a fucking racist if you says from China, so now it's oh we don't have a definitive answer. Since 2020, if you said that COVID was man-made and came from China, you'd be labeled as a racist towards Asians and a conspiracy theorist. So why now? Why admit COVID came from the Wuhan bio lab now? Well, it's simple. If you've been paying attention, if you've had your head pulled out of your fucking ass the last few years, and you know what's go you you saw what happened with the COVID madness, the tyranny there, and you saw and you're seeing and you're understanding what's happening with fucking China. You understand that because of our relations with China and the invasion that they are about to conduct on Taiwan, that this little lab leak story that all of a sudden is not a conspiracy anymore, it's going to be used as an excuse for war with China. There's there's nothing else. It's just like it's the same bullshit as the government coming out and saying, oh, uh, we should investigate UFOs. We uh, we think UFOs are real now, even though like the last 50 to 70 years, we, we, we've been covering up and saying that you're a conspiracy theorist if you think they're aliens. But all of a sudden, we're going we're gonna to come out and we're going to create a space force and we're going to come out and we're going to uh, say aliens are real and, and UFOs are real too. And we're going to conduct investigations on these sightings. Because they're not planning Operation Bluebeam, right? If you don't know what Operation Bluebeam is, look it up. World Health Organization was complicit in China's cover-up of COVID-19 origins. The World Health Organization was complicit in helping China's communist regime cover up the origins of COVID-19, according to Senator Steve Daines, a Republican from Montana. Speaking with... Uh, Epoch Times, Danes on February 27th su suggested that the World Health Organization could not be trusted due to its compliance with China's attempts to hide the truth of how the pandemic began. He said, quote, based on what we're seeing in the latest intelligence reports about the origin of COVID, that there's credible evidence now that it may indeed have been a leak out of the Wuhan lab. 
given the role that the World Health Organization played in many ways of being complicit with the Chinese and covering up what happened in Wuhan. I think you're going to see a lot of questions as the evidence continues to come out of Wuhan as to what really happened to the origins of COVID, the senator said. So, the World Health Organization complicit with China and covering up COVID because COVID eventually led to medical tyranny around the world seems about right. Seeing how the World Health Organization and the U.S. are about to sign a pandemic treaty. CDC spreads false information about COVID-19 vaccine safety. No safety signals were detected for, uh, what is that, ischemic stroke for the primary series or monolithic boosters for Pfizer and Moderna vaccines in the U.S. and global monitoring. Uh, It came out that that's not true. The CDC identified that the stroke uh, as a safety signal following Moderna and Pfizer vaccination after analyzing reports to the VAERS system, a different system which the which the agency co-manages. So the CDC basically came out, it's continuing to come out and say, hey, um, to the public, hey, there's nothing wrong with these boosters, don't worry about it. Get your booster. But then on the side, under the table, uh, you know, something that they co-manage, the VAERS system, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, a reporting system that's extremely underused and underreported. That tells a different story. A story of that these boosters are causing strokes. So the only people who trust the CDC are honestly the Democrats who took their booster and complained that the NFL is rigged. FDA finds rare neurological disorder um, in potential risk with Pfizer vaccine. Hard evidence in new study, brain heart damage caused by mRNA vaccine. It's a whole article on that, on those two. One's like 13 pages, one's 12, just... Just of just a lot of goodies where you can read about neurological disorders, strokes, heart damage, brain damage. I mean, everything caused by the vaccine. All studies done by doctors and you and and and, and different scientists and and cardiologists and virologists. And some people, you know, they like they they'll come out. And the vaccine lovers will come out and say, "Hey, come on, the the you know that that one doctor's crazy. That one doctor, uh, he's being sued for misinformation. Um, what Epoch Times? I never heard of them. I mean, they'll come up with just uh, many different excuses of why they want to ignore." the information of why they want to ignore the facts. And that's all it is. It's them making excuses 
because they're scared. They're scared to know what truly is fucking happening inside their bodies right now. I mean, I would, before going to the next article, I would really, if you haven't already, go get a subscription to Epoch Times. Get a digital subscription to Epoch Times. Download the app. It's 10 bucks a month. I think it's like another five or another 10 if you want Epoch Health. Or I think you get Epoch Health also on it. I'm not sure, but Epoch Times, this is where I get all the, the majority of this information from, folks. This is a majority of the information that you're not going to get from mainstream media. You're not going to get from the fucking government. Do COVID vaccines cause tendonitis? The CDC declines to investigate. Studies have drawn a strong link between this distressing condition and the vaccines. But not everyone acknowledges the risk. I said it many episodes ago, folks. You will see this more and more and more in the coming years. Just look at the damage the vaccines cause just barely within two years. Imagine where we'll be in the next five, in the next 10, in the next 15 years. The damage that it will do. Protection from the new COVID-19 vaccines, the boosters, dropped sharply within months, says CDC. A new COVID-19 vaccine pr provide a boost to protection against hospitalization although that shielding wanes within months, according to unpublished data presented on February 24th. A bivalent, a bivalent Pfizer-Moderna booster increased protection against hospitalization initially by 52%, but that protection dropped to 36% beyond 60 days. The researchers separately looked at the protection of people who had received two or more uh, booster shots, um, doses of the original vaccines or no booster at all. Uh, they found that people ages 18 to 64 had just 19% protection against COVID-19 associated with hospitalization and that those 65 and older had just 28% protection. That means the protection after six after two months was about 60% in total for the elderly and goes below 50% for all other adults. The ignorance is strength group will keep taking the vaccines, though. And I'm not talking about just the COVID vaccines either. At this point, it's all. Okay. I'm never taking another vaccine in my fucking life. I could be on my fucking deathbed and I don't care. I ain't taking another one. Because that's the amount of fucking trust that has been lost with the medical industrial complex. COVID-19 vaccine mandates in U.S. cities did not reduce viral spread or deaths. And it's a whole study of just like 14 pages of how it talks about the vaccine mandates in many U.S. cities, especially the big blue ones, did nothing 
to reduce the viral spread of COVID, did nothing to reduce hospitalization, and did nothing to reduce the amount of deaths from COVID. As much as they were to come out and you'll hear misinformation from mainstream media and corrupt uh, doctors that have been bribed, they'll, they'll, or just ignorant uh, doctors and nurses who don't know what the fuck they're talking about, they'll come out and say, it's saved millions, the vaccine has saved millions of lives. There's no way, it hasn't been proven, and there's no way to really fucking prove that anyway. Anybody who comes up to you and says, the vaccine has saved lives, just know you're talking to a mentally fucking retarded person, and they're probably illiterate. They probably don't even know how to fucking read. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're making, they're lying to you. They, they, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're just regurgitating whatever they're hearing from CNN. More from Epoch Times. Some U.S. troops will still have to get the COVID-19 vaccine, Pentagon says after mandate ends. Certain U.S. troops will still be mandated to receive the COVID-19 vaccines. Troops who are deployed to countries that require COVID-19 vaccination must satisfy the requirements um, and comply with the DOD foreign clearance guidance. So, there you go. It ain't over, folks. I mean, I, I, I'm going to explain more of why the man, the ending of mandates and all this other shit doesn't really fucking matter. But this is just them grasping at the at, at, at the little COVID control that's left. You know. They don't care if they get the short end of the straw as long as they just get a straw. That's all they care about at this point. They vaccinated the majority of the military. Like 95% of the military is fucking vaccinated. Uh, so it's almost like, what's the point? It's just a matter of control. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea of being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. Here's the CDC promoting that we have to do all of these things, right? I just, I don't like profiteering in war, you know? Right. Think of the billions of dollars that have gone to Big Pharma. But I'm, I was getting back to my original point. The last people I would trust with my health is Big Pharma and Big Government, because neither one of those strike me as caring entities. Spoken you know? as the perfect redneck hippie. <laughs> really, if that message doesn't, Dang, the they're notes, all about profit. Exactly, they're all about profit. And both sides and it's know that. the profit they've made. 
think they'd done a lot of studies about vitamin D and how important it was when the people who had low levels, they were much more um, vulnerable to COVID. Why not yeah. tell people that? Can't yeah. you make money selling vitamin D? Is it that kind of, what's the well, worst that could but, happen? But that's just it, man. There was only one thing, you know, the ivermectin got made into a, you know, horse tranquilizer, uh, a horse, whatever it is. Which it is, but also one, used by humans. Uh, it is used by millions and millions, millions of years. Uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine got uh, made ridiculous. Um and there was only one thing that could work, and that's the vaccine, right? And so ultimately, because of that, billions of dollars was made. So that was a sound clip of sound clips of after Woody Harrelson. The first one was him on SNL. Um talking with uh, doing like a skit, I guess, with the crowd. And then another one of him talking with Bill Mayer. Now, while it's good to see some of these Hollywood actors coming out against the vaccine and the corruption of Big Pharma, for some of them, I ask, actually most of them, I ask, where were you during 2020 or 2021? Where were you when the unvaccinated were being shunned from society and fired from their jobs? See, it wasn't popular to be against the vaccines then, right? But now that things have calmed down a bit, nobody gives a fuck about COVID anymore, right? Everybody thinks the shit's over, right? And more information has come to light about these poison shots. Oh, now they find the bravery in coming out against Big Pharma. You had a lot of Republicans and unvaccinated even celebrating the banning of vaccine mandates as a victory, especially in the military. I don't see this as a victory. I see this as too little too late. I see it as vaccine mandates you know, being pointless now, really. Think about it. The people who wanted to remain unvaccinated were never going to submit. And the government learned that in 2022. But the government still got what they wanted, didn't they? These are numbers from the CDC. About 90... 7.1% of the U.S. population over the age of 16 has gotten at least one dose of either the Pfizer or Johnson Johnson Moderna, and about 82.7% of those over 16 are fully vaccinated. 75.5% of the adult population in the United States is fully vaccinated. And it gives you a whole chart of every single state and other U.S. territories. I mean, that are fully vaccinated. And of course, the highest are New York, California, 
uh, Maryland, Hawaii, New Jersey, Virginia, New Mexico, Colorado, Oregon, Maine, Vermont, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, District of Columbia, you know, D.C., Washington, the state of Washington. All of these are, you know, liberal, fuck, highly liberal areas. And a lot of them, a lot of these places went through the most vicious vaccine mandates. And they're the highest of the vaccine totals. You have, think about it like this. When you're thinking about the government getting everybody vaccinated. And why their releasing of the mandates is is not a victory. It's not something to be celebrated. Something to be, you need to remember what happened, but there's no point in celebrating. This isn't a fucking victory, folks. Think about it like this. It's the equivalent of getting votes, right? If you had 11 people in a classroom, including yourself, and you needed to get the majority of votes to be... The, I don't know, the fucking field trip captain. You know you don't need 10 votes. All you need is six votes to secure the win. So if you, let's say, get nine votes and win, why would you waste your time on convincing the other two people to vote for you? You would take the nine votes and move on with your new uh, fucking field trip captain title. But also you would most likely remember the two people who did not vote for you just in case another vote for something else comes along in the future. That's exactly what happened with the vaccine mandates, folks. They got the majority of the country vaccinated with the poison. If whether it's one dose or two doses, it doesn't matter. And as I spoke on it during episode 75, they are tracking the minority of people who did not comply with unvaccinated codes attached to them. And they'll use that saved data in the future for when another so-called pandemic arises. But when you tell your family members and friends and coworkers or strangers about what's going on with the vaccine news or the WHO pandemic treaty or that Ukraine's a dictatorship or the, the military conducting drag queen story time at, at its bases, whatever the fuck it is, it always has the same reaction. Surprised and confused. For example, last week, a family member and, and a friend at separate times asked me what was going on with the East Palestine and Ohio train derailment. It's been news for well over a fucking week at that time. And they still don't know what's going on with it. Like, what do you mean you don't know what's going on with the situation in East Palestine, Ohio? It's, honestly, it's a combination of two things. It's willful ignorance, and it's no interest in the topic or the event that's happening. Because I bet if it were the NFL news, such as, like, uh, where's the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Derek Carr going to sign with next? They would know that information in a matter of minutes, or at very least, the end of that day. Oh, let's. Oh, what? Derek Carr is signing with, uh, let's say, the New York Jets, for example. That person would read twenty fucking articles about when he signed with the Jets, 
why he signed with the Jets, how the fans had of how the fans feel about it. They would dissect every bit of information about that topic. Why? Because the NFL is still a number one priority of interest for them in their reality. Ukraine, China, World War III, Ohio train derailment, the World Health Organization pandemic treaty, poisonous vaccines, weather modification, etc. are of no interest to them. Which is why they remain ignorant on what is happening around them. And I used to be the same way too. Before 2020, I used to eat, breathe, sleep, and shit sports. Especially the fucking NFL. I would pride myself on remembering every starting quarterback on every single fucking team. Who is playing who? Who is getting drafted, etc. Nowadays, I use... I would say that pridefulness, but I, I use that that interest, that, 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 that time that I have to not dive completely day after day into what the fuck's going on in, in, in sports. But I consume myself now with world events. How can I buy and store more guns and ammo? How can I store more water and storable food? What can I do if a nuclear war happens or what decisions will I make if this country goes into another lockdown or martial law situation? I, I don't, I don't follow the NBA or MLB or even the NFL that much. It, it's, I'm not saying that if you, well, I'm not saying be like Alex Jones or anything like that. Where, I mean, as much as I love the guy, but it's like, listen, you gotta have fucking, you gotta have fucking time to go out and enjoy yourself. You've got to have time to, is video games your thing? Cool, play video games in your time off. If that gets you, you know, kind of de-stresses you about the shit happening in fucking reality. Cool, whatever. You know, enjoy a little bit of entertainment. But all I'm saying is that don't make it, how I used to fucking make it, a number one priority where you're eating and breathing and shitting it. You know, as I said, I don't follow the the NBA or M MLB anymore, and I don't even keep up with the NFL that much. Not nearly as much as I fucking used to. Am I still interested in the NFL? Sure, I am. But is it my number one priority anymore? No, and it shouldn't be for millions of Americans either. For millions of Americans right now, sports entertainments should be on the side. If they have time to it, get to it. They need to be concentrating on what the fuck is happening around them. Because as I've said before, perfect example, when you're consumed with you know, if, you're, if your team's making the playoffs or if, you know, what what's Don Lemon saying on CNN or what's big fat, fat head Sean Hannity saying on Fox News and you're still following mainstream fucking media, 
you took the vaccine. More than likely. You got played. You got fooled into taking the vaccine. You got fooled into hanging up a Black Lives Matter fucking sign. You got fooled into posting a Ukrainian flag up on your up on your fucking your car, your house, your fucking Facebook profile page, whatever it is. You got fooled into supporting a dictatorship. You got fooled into possibly supporting transgenders, reading to children, and figuring out that they're all pedophiles. I mean, look into it, folks. Take some time, just a little bit of time, and you don't even think all of it, a little bit of time that you would be taking to, hey, how can I get the next cheat code on Call of Duty? Or, man, who's my team going to fucking draft? And and I got to look up all this, per, all this uh, players' attributes uh, uh, and shit. Or what's LeBron doing? How about you put that a little bit of that effort into, hey, what's your government doing? Hey, what is your dementia patient president signing with the World Health Organization? How do you, how do you think that a pandemic treaty that, they, that he's about to sign, how do you think that could have an effect on your life 5, 10, 15 years from now? I mean, don't you don't think it's important? You're gonna wait till it's too late to start thinking about what the fuck's going on and how you're gonna react to certain shit. Look at the people in East Palestine, Ohio. Did they think that there's? I mean, none of them have storable food or storable water. If they did, they wouldn't be in a in a, in a total shit situation right now. They wouldn't have to be relying on Trump to bring in truckloads of fucking of his own water bottle brand. You know, or hey, you know, like with Texas with where they had the winter storm. I think it was like what a year ago? Two years ago? And instead of everybody instead of everybody going to help out People who are freezing to death and fucking because they didn't have and in line for two hours waiting for a Wendy's hamburger because no one had any fucking storable food and water at hand. No, they they were no one came to them because oh it's climate change sucks. I mean I can go through example after example after example on why it's important to wake the fuck up and, and, and pay attention to what the fuck's going around and get as prepared as you possibly fucking can. Cause I wish I did this years ago, the way I am right now. I wish I did this years ago. It's a race. This is the war. The race is, can they get their Chinese social credit score system installed? 
before enough people wake up and revolt against them which one comes first and so i work with a sense of urgency i see this as a war of information and that's a war that i can fight i'm trying to pump out as much information as i can i put out about 10 hours of content a week uh, because i believe that if we're in a war i believe with a sense of urgency i think it's war will be decided within the next two years and the outcome as i, I did a podcast with peter mccormick you can check it out it's called the battle for the fate of humanity i believe it's the battle for the fate of, fate of humanity it's 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 the world that my kids are gonna have and um we either win and we're free or we lose and we're in slavery for the rest of humanity.